0: put your hands together 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 what's up everybody thanks for coming
1: Uh, it's a Tuesday night. We're here at the UCB Theater for Put Your Hands Together. The comics are in back. They can hear you. Let's hear it for them. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! And I'm your host, Cameron Esposito. I'm here every week, and uh, look at the, look, just look at what I'm bringing to the table. <laughs> it's going to be a great show. And uh, it's also a podcast, so that's a cool other thing, you know, that's very of the now. and um, We're happy to be kind of advanced in that way. <laughs> well, as you can tell, uh, yeah, you should, if you want to, you should do that. Uh, I'm just queuing somebody to do something. Don't worry, it has nothing to do with anything. What do you mean? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tape something real quick, and I'm going to send it to a late night show. So, I'm telling you that in advance, because we're pretty opaque. Nope, that's the opposite. Transparent. <laughs> <laughs> As you can't tell, what am I saying? No, we're pretty transparent on the show. That's kind of one of the points of the show is that like, sometimes I do backstage interviews and we're just like real about what's happening. And this is something that happens for comics is that like sometimes they tape sets and then they send those sets in, and they say, can I do this on a television show so that I can get paid more money to tour and thus do this as a living and be flush with jean jackets? And a lot of people aren't going to give you this inside scoop, but I'm a fucking honest person. Thank you. So when I said you can do that thing, there's somebody that's going to tape this thing and then you guys are, and so you guys are going to listen to this and I mean, you can like laugh as much as you want, but it is going to be funny. You know what I mean? And you do hold my fate in your hands. So there's also that. Not really. Who cares? I don't give a shit what you guys do. I'm going to keep working on it. If you come back to the show a lot, you'll see that a couple different times and then eventually it'll uh, go onto the TV screen. And then you'll be like, wow, we were there for all that. That weird part at the beginning when she was like, this is going on a TV, we were there for that. And that was kind of weird, but we stuck with her because she had a charismatic attitude and she was hot. Because she was wearing too many things. Not like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm good to look at, but I mean, like, I'm physically warm because it's getting to be a different time of year and I'm wearing a wool vest. I'm wearing a wool vest and a little denim suit. I'm trying this new denim suit thing. <sighs> trying this new denim three-piece suit. I think it's working half. Way. Um, those are the reviews that I am giving myself when I go online and review myself on my own. Everything I just go on my own self on the internet. It's not. I don't go like on like a social media thing. I go to my own website, and there's no comment box. I just type over the code. You know, I just do some light coding. I can't code things, but I do have a Tumblr that I've made into a website, and it's pretend, but it looks real. <laughs> and you can follow me right on there and I'll, you know, occasionally I'll tumble um, for you are you kidding? That's amazing go shut up if you didn't laugh at that <laughs> you can get out of here cause you're the worst if you didn't laugh at that um, alright, we're gonna have some great comics in a second, we're just gonna do a quick moment of checking in what the fuck is going on with your side, Molly? you're looking cool as shit <laughs> how long you had that? uh, since August since August, but behind you yeah, yeah <laughs> Not the one on the right. That's cool. You you totally uh, blow that out, don't you? Yes, indeed. Do you also, do you also straighten it? Uh, no. No. Pfft, yeah. Um, can I see the... Wait. Wait, hang on. Turn this way at the same time as me. No, the other way. Ready? Turn. Okay, no, you're right. You, you Yep. No, the other way. No, you turn that way. You turn this way. And I'll turn this way. And then we can't see each other. Do you guys know that? If two people with a side mullets meet each other and they face their short sides towards each other, they can't see each other. I learned this on a on a, on a side mullet hunting expedition. We we're just hunting and scalping other side mullets. How do you feel about it? Do you feel great about it? Best haircut of your life? Mm. Yeah, you gotta tighten it up. I didn't wanna be the one to say it, but fucking get back there and do some trimming, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I know, I don't need to tell you. I'm trying to pomp mine in the middle a little bit, you know what I mean? Just like whoop, and in the middle, and then just like blam on the side, and then I go like, you know? Um. <laughs> we are doing great. You have grocery bags? This is gonna be an amazing show. And I, uh, hey, I don't even want to take another second and, uh, and delay this first comic. Oh, I'm the first comic. Yay! Let's hear it for me. Um, what I mean is, the second comic, the second comic is uh, is a regular on our show because uh, we love him. He's a great, he's a great dude, and you guys are gonna love him. What a talented comic! What a friend of the show! What a—he doesn't have a side mullet, but he could, and if he did, it'd be curly. Let's hear it right now from Mr. Sean Patton, guys. <laughs>
2: Thank you. What's a, uh, what's a, a side mullet? What's that? That? Oh. <laughs> they name those now, thus giving them a place. <laughs> Happy 311 day, y'all. Right? You guys just hate me for that one? No! 311, no! They're all right, man. Come on, you know? Fucking grassroots. Pig, like, you didn't fucking jam out to grassroots. Is that, I mean, look, man, I, I know, man. Music, you know? Fucking, where are my music snobs at? You know, you hard, like, where are you? Music snobs in the crowd. You go ahead and identify yourself because you, you like bless us with your presence. Thank you. Because I'm proud of you. If you're a music snob, you know, you did it. You listen to all that music. And you formed an opinion. Congratulations. That's brave. That's very brave of you. But it's not an opinion, is it? It's a flaming scepter of truth, isn't it? And you wield it with righteousness. You wield it with righteousness as you deservedly deserve to do. And I appreciate you for that. And you damn right you know about that secret show at that BYOB music venue by night, automotive repair shop by day. And you fucking A, right you're on the guest list. You deserve to be on that guest list with a dozen other skinny amorphously tattooed fucking (laughs) you know you deserve you deserve to be on that list (laughs) and I like you know and I can like people misunderstand you I like it when you meet someone for the first time and you and they start talking about music and you listen and judge them their entire being, based solely on what kind of sounds their ears enjoy, what kind of instrumental sounds and lyrics they enjoy going into their ears. You judge them as a whole person based solely on that. And I think you're fucking brave for doing that. And I hope if that is you, I hope when you leave here, right there on the corner of Franklin and Bronson, you shit yourself like an uncontrollable shitting fit. And as it's happening, Chad Kroger, the lead singer of Nickelback, walks by and sees you shitting yourself and scoops you into his arms and takes you to the hospital himself. And no, you don't have health insurance. Fuck that, right? So he pays for your hospital stay, and they have to put you in a a medically induced coma because you've shit your soul out, essentially. And when you come out of your shit coma, you learn that Chad Kroger wrote a song about that experience and it's the number one selling hit single of all time it's the biggest song ever made it's sold a billion copies there's a fucking kids' Bop version they made Dawson's Creek 2 the movie they skipped to part 2 and it's about you and that's the song cause go fuck it cause here's the thing like I've I've never killed anyone I've never raped anyone I vote progressively. If I have money, I'll let you borrow it, and I probably won't ask for it back. I'll get burned in that way. I sold weed in college, and I was fair about the price. Always got ripped off. Always got ripped off. Stole $300 from my dad once, but used it to buy my little sister and little brother Christmas presents. I got one shoulder for you to cry on, and another one for you to keep on crying on, man. (laughs) Also, love Coldplay. Fucking love them. Love them. I know I'm not supposed to. I know it's not cool. Boo! Boo! They're t- boo! It's in. It's hip. Hate Coldplay. Shit on them. I know I'm supposed to, but I can't. And I fucking love it. The album X and Y makes me want to fly. Makes you want to jump like out of a window and fly over like ghetto, war torn areas and save recently orphaned childrens from a life of despair, all right? <laughs> Fuck me right though. I don't know good tunes. <laughs> I do this a lot when I'm on I want to stop relying on things. Isn't it isn't it fucking like how many grandparents we got here tonight? Anyone? No? Why? Like your grandparents are the matriarch and patriarch of your family, but they get reduced to names like Meemaw meemaw Popops, pop-pops you know? mammograms and poopers you know like they're just the dumbest names like my fucking my, my brother-in-law he has a dog named Steven a cat named Doc Raj Doc Raj and a snake named Regina but he calls his grandparents Sassy and Ghibli Joe what the fuck is that you know what I mean the cat's got a fucking doctorate man <laughs> Ghibli Joe! What is, I, don't, I don't ask to explain it. I just think he's a dumb fuck. But, so, all right, let's just do this. I, I, don't, I fucking don't smoke weed anymore. Calm down. I, I can't, all right? I cannot smoke weed because I don't like being afraid of circles for three and a half to four hours depending on if it's a fucking Indica or Sativa, man. And it's, I don't, it doesn't work right for me And here in California, sometimes someone will offer me a hit, and I'll say, no, thank you. And they're like, you sure, man? It's a fucking fucking white widow. It's fucking indica number six. It's fucking shit cures lupus. And I say, no, thank you. I don't smoke weed. And sometimes you get the guy who's like, the fuck's wrong with you? What do you mean you don't smoke weed? Why? That's stupid. Why? Well, clearly because it doesn't work properly on some of us, does it? Aggressive stoner. It just doesn't... like I, You know what I did here in, in Los Feliz? There's marijuana therapy. Did you know that? You can go to therapy with other people who have fucking... Does anyone else, but Let me just... Is anyone else like that? You fucking lose your shit. When you get high, you become afraid of everything. You have anxiety attacks. Yeah, right? D- don't worry, brother. You're not alone, man. There's some of us... Like, this doesn't mean I'm against marijuana. Le- yes, I'm not... A- fine, do it, you know, but just don't give it to me. And I-, there's a th- I took weed therapy. Like, you go to a dude's apartment and there's, like, five guys all, you know, sipping iced coffees and real nervous, and he kind of, like, tries to talk you through why... I mean, if you doubted you lived in L.A. now... You do. You know that for sure. And his big thing was always smoke with people you trust and have known for a long time so that way you won't freak out because you have them to rely on. It doesn't help, man. I, I live with two of my best friends. The last time I smoked weed, we all got fucking rip-roaring high in the apartment. 30 minutes later, they're out on the balcony engaged in a giggling competition. Having comp- like, their conversation was like, well, man, seriously, if I was a dog, I would totally be a Labrador retriever. 100%, man. Because I'm rambunctious but loyal. That's my personality. That's just who I am. You'd be a German shepherd. You know it, too, because you need a task to complete and you get depressed. You're a perfectionist. And the whole time I'm inside, like, how do, we, how do we know numbers go in that order? Where's the proof? Where's documented proof that that's the order that numbers go in? How do we know five follows four? How do we know 11 doesn't, didn't originally follow four and five and 11 were switched for reasons? We know. Maybe that's what took JFK down, man. He was trying to switch it back. And he asked the Reno, how do, where did the alphabet come from? It was, was it just one guy? In a cave? He learned to speak, and he was like, well, now that I can do this, I should write this down so other people can do this. Because that's that ah, 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 ah. I make that sound a little, ah, 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 ah. I'm going to call that one an a, like a. I'll make it like a TP. Like like that's a trusty thing. Ah, you know? <mister tumors> because,, ba. I like bu, I do that a lot, ba ba. Well, B. Just call it a B. you know, when it strikes, don't fight it. B. That'll be like mountain range sideways. That's what that'll be. And then because what the, cut cut c- huh, hmm, yeah, cut, cut, c- I do make that one a lot. The last two have only made one sound. This one's going to make two. Just it. you know? C, It's going to go cut and suck at the same. So that one's going to be like a snake when it sees a fire. You know it turns. What I am doing is, duh, duh, ha-ha, D, 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 there you go. D, I'm going to make that one like a backward C and an I. Which I, that's one I got an idea for and about 18 or 19 more of these. <laughs> uh, I don't have time to do the whole alphabet. But <laughs> what I do have time is to say is thank you. Thank you all. Good night.
1: Uh, I had to give up not hat, but I gave up alcohol because um, I was my body. I think I just got to like a certain age where my body would do this thing where if I like drank at all, even just a little bit, then I would go to bed. You, you remember uh, when you were a child, and by child I mean twenty one, and uh, you could just drink, and then that would make you f- sleep. Do you remember that reaction from alcohol, where it was would make you? Are you guys looking at each other and agreeing? Are you 21 now? I don't know. What? Did you say you don't know how old you are or what? You're not sure? What's happening? Are you okay? What's going on? Are you all right? don't know know either. Uh, Yeah, alcohol can make you sleepy, right? Are we agreed on that? Fucking right, you know what I mean? That guy knows what I'm talking about. Um... But something happened when I became 30 years old. Yeah, I'm fucking over 30. This is what happens when you're a lesbian, you look 15 forever. <laughs> like a 15 year old boy, like a beautiful, ageless, Jonathan Brandis, RIP. <sighs> Every day is your ladybugs. But, um, I couldn't, after 30, I, if I would have any alcohol, what my body would do is go, oh, let's get super sleepy. And then the second I went to bed, uh, my body would wake me back up and allow me to experience processing all the alcohol out of my system. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever been through that, but it's fucking amazing. Just to really sweat it all out, just every drink. Let's say you have one drink, that's a light sweat. Let's say you have five drinks, you're up a ball just like, I'm only 30, I'm only 30. Uh, it's terrible. So, um, does, any, does that happen to anybody else's body at this point? <laughs> a couple people, yeah, fuck yeah. The rest of you guys, wait for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you've got that beard, but wait for it. You know what I mean? That beard's gonna catch up with you. Like, how old are you? 24. Exactly, you know what I mean? You've got a fake-out beard, I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I'm 24. Look like a 72-year-old lumberjack. <laughs> Uh, We're going to keep the show (laughs) rolling this next time. We're so glad that she could drop by tonight. Uh, You'd know her from, like, just being a a general comic hero. Also from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Let's hear it right now for Chelsea Peretti, guys. Give it up for Chelsea. (laughs) Oh, she is very funny yes that was fun have her on the show i'm gonna check in with you grocery bags how are you guys doing
3: <laughs>
1: what you're doing crazy good yeah <laughs> that was an amazing response what was your day like today how are you doing what what would you do before you got here what did we do we went shopping you went shopping <laughs> that where what did you what'd you get um uh,
3: it's, it's you
1: went shopping for that bottle Of juice? You got you bought a Coke? That feels like (sighs) feels like that could have been easier. Um, Yeah, we went to the Grove. We went to the Grove and we got a Coke. (laughs) It took forever to find parking. We did have to end up paying. We had to valet. We had to valet, but we got a Coke. Um, Did you really go shopping, or is that just like? No, who cares? You're just... No, you don't have to show... It, literally, you don't have to show... It's a Gelson's bag. I'm sure there's nothing interesting in there. <laughs> like, I don't want to know what else you bought from Gelson's. I guess I kind of want to know what's going on with your Guns N' Roses tee. Are you wearing, like, a... What's going on on top of that? Is that, like, a leather jacket? It looks like... You know, oh, a pleather... I didn't mean to call you out on that. That's not what I was like. Is that like a... Oh, you're a poor person? Ha <laughs> No, you... You're a friend's... <laughs> that shops at Kelsons, you're not a poor person that's what that means pow you know what I mean uh, uh, made fun of them because they're rich <laughs> kind of turned the tables at the end you guys didn't expect that uh, it's a very expensive grocery store you know what I mean local references about expensive grocery stores <laughs> They got a great nut selection, though. I do love the nuts at Gelson's. I would say top two nut store. <laughs> Number one nut store, obviously Whole Foods. Obviously, because they got that raspberry thing or whatever, but, like, you gotta eat the raspberries out of there. You know what I mean? Um, I like that you're slowly smooshing your bag under your chair, like, maybe she'll stop talking to me. <laughs> she said my jacket was pleather, but if I put my back back, she can't see me. No, that only works for side mullet lining ups, as you heard earlier. Um, no, I didn't, mean like, I didn't mean, like, is that a leather jacket? In my mind, for a second from the stage, I thought you were Wearing a leather cardigan, and I was just like, "Everything about you is a mystery." <laughs> you know, like I didn't know. I it was like um, I just couldn't imagine who you would be. You know, to have purchased a leather cardigan, not like not like that. I was down on it. Just like, "What's your life?" You know, I wanted to know, like, "What do you do? Where'd you get that leather cardigan?" Like those questions. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do for a living? Bartender. You're a bar. Yeah, yeah. Of course you are. I get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where do you uh, tend bar? Uh, Studio City. Studio City. Oh, is that, how's that? Is that all right? Yeah. (laughs) Oopsie daisy (laughs) Um, Studio City. One time I went to a Starbucks in Studio City. And uh, they do have those, yeah. Is that where you tend to bar? What if you were like, I'm a bartender. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I went to a Starbucks. Oh, that's where I work at that one. (laughs) What do you need? And you're just wiping the counter but the counter is a little espresso machine. I even pronounced it right. Um, No, I went to a Starbucks one time in in Studio City and I was sitting next to a table where like a meeting was going on that was kind of like a sad, there's been some uh, Los Angeles mentions so far on the show tonight. And I don't know if you've ever seen one of these sad meetings, but oh, oh boy. Um, I was sitting at a Starbucks uh, and uh, watching a baby like that, I was actually, you know, physically with the baby as a chaperone, not just like, what's up with you? Um, <laughs> just like, really, like, oh, really? That's what you got? They didn't even spell your name right. That says Um, No. Uh, and sitting next to me was like a, I seemed like a woman maybe from Eastern Europe. She was with her brother. How did I know that? They were talking loudly. Um, <laughs> And then several people kept showing up, and then they were like kind of all reviewing each other's headshots together and talking about like which directors they were sending letters to to try and get in that director's next movie. And if you don't know that that's not how that works, let me be the first one to say that's. Not how it works. Um, I don't even think directors have addresses anymore. I don't, they certainly don't get mail. It's just all cameras for them. Um, and chairs, you know, the kind. And uh, with their names. All their chairs have their names. I don't know if you know that, once you're a director, you can only sit in a chair with your name on it. That's true. It's hard to go to restaurants. You have to call ahead. It's like being gluten-free. It's like, do you have any chairs with my name on it, on the menu? And if they don't, you have to call another restaurant. Yeah. But anyway, it was tough because I almost wanted to say, like, you should stop writing letters to directors. (sighs) It's not going to that director. There's no way that that's getting through whatever mailroom and just being like, oh, this is like a letter about how that person's movies have affected that person. And uh, well, let's just put this through. I and mean, I do like the confidence in humanity that those people had like the confidence that maybe Steven Spielberg just is like sitting there like uh... <laughs> made a difference in your life done you're in it like that's not <laughs> oh guys uh hey we are gonna keep the show rolling uh great comic next how's the show been so far you've loved it right <laughs> So, hey, it is this next comic's first time on the show. When it's somebody's first time on the show, we always go nuts. So let's hear right now from Mr. Chris Thayer, guys. Give it up for Chris,
4: please. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you're good. Wow. Uh, how's everybody doing? Fantastic. Uh, I have been using Tinder lately, which is a, a dating app for people who don't know what the fuck they want.
3: <laughs>
4: and uh, I, um, I realized, you know, you just you like it's this app. I don't know if anybody's used it. Some people cheered. Uh, I don't know why that would be your response. It's horrible. <laughs> but uh, you basically just like scroll through people, and you're like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. There's very little information. It's mostly pictures. Um, and I've see, I realized just from using it because it's like so superficial. It's it just it brings up There's no room for a filter, you know So I'm, I'm just realizing like the things that are that I hate apparently and I didn't know about I'm like, oh people at Disneyland deal breaker like <laughs> I Didn't know If you've got five photos to express yourself with and one of them is a Disneyland I'm like nah too much Disneyland 20% of you is fucking Disney <laughs> You gotta go. (laughs) Uh, Another thing I realized that I don't like is uh, just people who are (laughs) self-assured. Just confidence, basic confidence, I guess. I saw somebody, they had a little tagline. Most people just opt out of the tagline like, either you want to fuck or you don't, you know? Uh, (laughs) But I saw a tagline... uh, (laughs) Somebody's tagline was, um, it was. (laughs) It it was, you can't take me anywhere, but I'm going places.
3: (laughs) Uh,
4: yuck. Um, So the thing about that is, like, I'm going places, I think, is a great attitude to have. Inside. Um, I think everybody should feel that way. It'll motivate you through life. You need that. But I don't think you should say it to people at all. You know, I want to meet people that are like me that are like, hi, I'm Chris. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> I'm like, now that's sexy. <laughs> this I can work with. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah i was using or i 've been using Tinder because i don 't get out much, so i don 't meet people that much, and uh, for the same reason, um, I also kind of have this vague fantasy that i 'll just meet somebody who lives in my apartment complex <laughs> and we can fuck, you know <laughs> just out of convenience, you know, uh, but I think that i 'm hurting my chances because the only time i 'm ever like hanging around my apartment complex is on laundry day. Uh, which means that I'm wearing like these silver Air Jordan shorts that I've had since middle school <laughs> and a free t- shirt I got from my credit card company uh so I look like a dad and a son at the same time <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, um, oh i uh i I don't enjoy sexting; I think I'm just bad at it, you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm just trying to prove that I that I know like that I know what things are, you know? I'm just like, eh, the clitoris. <sighs> I'm aware, you know. <laughs> if you're menstruating, fine. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm considerate. I'm progressive. <laughs> I think it'd be easier, you know, if I was into dudes or maybe not even that if just everybody had the same parts you know it doesn't have to be me liking guys it could be just chicks have dicks too you know it's i'm progressive remember um <laughs> you know it's just a dick but it still gets a period like every month. <laughs> just a bloody dick for a, a whole week a month what's hotter than that <laughs> But, like, I think it would be easier to work with that because, you you know, you just have to do half... You got the same parts. Do half the work. You know, if somebody texts you, they're like, oh, yeah, my dick is so hard and wet or whatever. Um, (laughs) And I'd just be like, oh, yeah, same. (laughs) Super same. (laughs) But, like, a little bit bigger. Less wet, too. (laughs) Less wet has never worked in that joke, by the way. Um, But it stays. (laughs) I refuse to learn. (laughs) Okay. I also have said I refuse to learn, and that didn't work in the past. And I didn't learn from that. Didn't really do much tonight, either. (laughs) Woo! Um, (laughs) I uh, tried to cut some people out of my life recently, and... uh, First group, for sure. Uh, Anybody who's like, do it up, when they leave the bathroom? It's like your turn to go, and they're like, do it up? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing in there? Did you do it up? Because that's not okay. What is do it up, you know? You're burning sage in there or something? That's like making a whole, you know, a vibe out of it. That's what, that's what I imagine they mean, like, just, like, make it your thing, man. Do it up, you know? Do you in there. Fuck. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, do it up, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, was, uh, <laughs> I was talking to my mom on the phone a while ago, uh, in, I was driving. I was talking around the phone in the car. <laughs> Fucking who cares? <laughs> Hands free. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is all fake anyway, so I don't know why I'm trying to defend myself. <clears throat> um, but uh, as as we were nearing the end of the call, uh, I said, I love you, and then the call dropped. And uh, in that moment, I realized uh, how needy my I love you is. 'Cause I just got to hear it sort of reverberate in my car with no response to it. And I was just like, oh god. <laughs> I just like shuddered to myself. Cause the way I say it, I go, I love you. Now do you hear how it goes up at the end? <laughs> I love you. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's like me begging for the other person to say it back, like, do you love me? That's really what I'm saying. Like, do you love me? Do you? But it was cool because since I was in the car by myself, I just got to practice until like I got reception again. So I was just like, okay, just try to like be cool, you know? Like, I don't need you, you know? Like, I love you. Like, I, I, I love you, you know? Like, just take it or leave it, you know? I don't care. There it is. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
4: when I was younger, uh, my mom's friends would say things to me like, hey, one day, you are going to grow up to be a real heartbreaker. And at the time, I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Future pussy, you know? (laughs) Kids, you know, crazy. Uh, But now that I'm older, I realize that that's not really a compliment at all, you know, heartbreaker. It's like, hey, one day, somebody's going to try to love you, and you are not going to be able to accept it, huh? Get in there, little man. <laughs> You're going to have to hurt people just to wind up alone. <laughs> Woo. I got your nose. Okay. Right. Run along, run along. All right, I'm Chris Thayer. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Take a moment right now and welcome to the show. The co host, put your hands together, Ms. Rhea Butcher, guys. Give it up for Rhea. Hello. She is here every week doing great jokes, talking cool. Um, You had a big event in your life this week. I did have a big event. I don't want to keep our audience from knowing about your life. Uh, Because my uh, life is huge. It's a big deal. You had a big deal happen. I had, like, a really good tweet. Yeah, you had a great tweet. great tweet. And, hey, it was, like, five days ago. It's still rolling. Yeah. (laughs) The retweets are still rolling in. So... Just rolling it's like with the homies. That Truman tweet. beating Dewey and Dewey beating Truman all over again. Wow. Right on my Yeah, it's, like a, it's a historical reference at a time when Twitter didn't exist. Exactly. But we know how they would have responded. With retweets. Yeah. Yeah. Can you guys imagine all the ironic retweets on Dewey beats Truman? Just like, ah, ha, 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 lols. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sad. Joe Mandy would have been all over that. That's you a really very wouldn't. specific Twitter reference. <laughs> But that person clapped because that's how good that reference was. Yeah. <laughs> Single clap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, reference. just too slow. Just like, I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, I get it. Smack a thigh. And you also follow... That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> you also followed you. So I had this great tweet still rolling. hmm But uh, one of the reasons why it's still rolling in is because it was retweeted by someone super important in my life. Yeah. Who was it? Writer Strong. Writer Strong. <laughs> Who is that for all these young people? Like, for instance, that 24-year-old. Oh, it's Mr. Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. Like Part of the TGIF like lineup. Like the guy who's not a savage. Yeah, the non-savage. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that other guy's name is. What's Fred Savage's brother's name? Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> ben Savage. I think it's, I'm sorry, what's... I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry, which savage? Which, and, which is the middle name? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> savage, yeah, yeah. I think that's... That's what it is. Oh, I saw him today on the street. Oh, you did? Yeah, because he's directing a television shows. You show saw Witch Savage, or you saw Fred Savage? No, I saw Fred Savage on okay. the street, because he was directing television shows with my dog. And, and then went. did Daniel he's Stern a... begin to narrate the scene? <laughs> yes, the he savage? did! He was like... What No, um, I can't do a Daniel... What Daniel, if I could Daniel. do, like, a great Daniel uh, Stern You just, like, impression? nailed Daniel Stern? Yeah. What if I just was, and you were like, you can, you've been able to do that this whole time? <laughs> you've been Actually, what if, just, I, what if I just had a paint can rigged yep. because I couldn't do the voice, but I knew if I got hit in the face, Home Alone fans would be like, I get it. That's a yep. decent... That one guy would have been like, Joe Mandy and Howard, and Howard Stern? Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Um, Slapped the thigh, that's correct. <laughs> Daniel, yeah, I saw uh, Fred Savage walking the street, and cool. uh, we were—I was with our dog, and uh, he was—he said, uh, "Oh, hey, that sounds exactly like Fred Doesn't Savage." It? Forget Daniel Stern. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah, that wasn't a bad. Uh, I could see the Jet's Leatherman jacket on mm-hmm. you as you yeah, said. Yeah, exactly. Your Fred Savage quote. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I like you as an audience, but you're not fast. Come on. We are killing it like, up here. The, the, the speed of the verbal ping pong game that we are playing is... It's like you guys are... Wa- it's, you know what's going on? We're going so fast you can't see the ball. I just realized that's what's... This is like China good. versus Japan. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> That's us yeah, with our you're, jokes. you're amazing at... I'm, <laughs> I'm amazing at fake ping pong. Yeah, you're good at fake ping pong. Fing pong, as I always call it. Um, so, yeah. Which writer... also looks like moshing a little bit, but... <laughs> kind of. <laughs> moshing by somebody that, like... Doesn't know how to mosh. Yeah, or it's like, just like, I don't want to use my legs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving them. I got a lot of jokes. I got to say or correct tomorrow. Yeah, so save these thoughts. Yeah, I got to. I got to. I'm going to. I'm going to see Ska right after this. So I got to skank around. So tonight I'm just. <laughs> what the fuck, audience? <laughs> Literally, you guys what all the fuck? You're in the '90s and you don't know what we're talking about? Are you too young? How old are you? Uh, are you okay as an audience? You seem very young. Um, but no. Ryder Strong retweeted my tweet. Yeah, and it felt great because honestly, if I had a time machine. The second thing I would do is go back and kill Hitler, of course. I would do it second because I wouldn't want to ruin the time, space-time continuum so I could go back and talk to myself as a tiny little 11-year-old with a writer strong type haircut and say, look, I'm you, and yes, you get to have this haircut, and it's awesome. (laughs) Everybody loves it. Now look, there's this thing called Twitter. I do not have enough time to explain what it is. There's this thing called Twitter, and that guy that you like, that you have Tiger Beat posters all over your room and your mom, your mom thinks it's because you're in love with him, but it's really because you want to be him? Yeah. Remember earlier when I was talking about Jonathan Brandis? Same thing. Yeah. He is going to think that one of your jokes are mildly amusing, and he's going to retweet you. Again, I don't have time to explain push it. Push that button. But hey, things are going to be all right, little me. That's what I would do with a time machine. That, I, I gotta be honest... That sounds like a waste waste of of a time time (laughs) machine. A little. I mean, like, I I don't want you to... I want... Because what I want for you is to have spent all that time just, like, wondering, like, is it ever going to be better? Am I ever going to be a more important person? You know, like, what's the rest of my life hold until, you know, yesterday when Ryder came along? Yep. I want you to have that day, you know? But if you had been visiting, then you would have known. And then you'd just be like, Of course. <laughs> that's me, that's you kicking your phone.
3: Sure.
1: <laughs> Who cares? By the way, the timing on that way off, because I dropped it and then <laughs> immediately, <laughs> technically the phone's still here. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the velocity. It's in my hand, actually. Yeah. It's still holding the phone. Phone's in my hand. I don't want to waste a phone like object 600 worked, bucks. <laughs> that was brilliant object work on a phone, because usually people would be like, Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> that's not a phone. No, that's a phone. Hello? I'm on speaker, you guys. Actually, this is a phone. Hello? I got a, I got a Bluetooth, you idiots. Okay. We're in a car. Get yeah. Bluetooth. Modern day, modern day object work. Yeah. Uh, 2014 object work. What else, what else can we do? Uh, nothing. That's just, those are the two. That's the joke. Yeah, those are the jokes. That everything else is pretty much the same. Um, yeah. Okay, well, this is the weirdest this has ever gone. Yeah, you know. Almost every week we get up and we talk together, and it always goes very well. And you guys, just too young to understand. You guys, I just wanted to update myself and you on the fact that during the entire time we were talking, you guys were like, okay. And then we were like, I think we're gonna stop. And you guys were like, yes. Yay! They're stopping! An applause break for stopping. Yeah, exactly. Good night. And then, the, oh, thank no. God it's over. You know, it's the show. During the show, it was, it was all right. But, like, now that it's over, you know, looking back on it, you know what? I shouldn't have told you it's over because I don't want to spoil that for you. You know, when the show's over, I don't want you to. Okay, this is a callback to a second ago. Literally a second ago. We need a whiteboard. I know. This... Diagramming the velocity I mean, of our jokes. exhausted? It's like hot again. Remember that? Are you okay? You oh, remember that? I got you back. Do with you that. remember that? <laughs> Legs, remember? Guns. Were you into? So, uh, were you ever into real big fish? Oh, I was absolutely into real big fish. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I loved real big fish. I had a um, real big ska face. I had a, yeah. I had a real. I had a real big fish. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Uh, no, I loved Real Big Fish, and my, uh, my, my high school best friend, who I was in love with, but yes. didn't know at the time, um, I just thought we were casual friends, like how girls are friends with girls were. They sleep in each other's beds all the time, look at each other a lot. Well, she didn't look at me. I was staring at her <laughs> like one stares at a baby in a coffee shop. Pal! You remember? <laughs> they probably don't. And I would stare at her. Uh, we had songs. Do friends have song with, songs with friends? Ours was... What's that Shania twin? Oh, you're still the one. Still the one. <laughs> that friendship song about friends. I wonder friends. what she thinks about now when still the one pops on the radio. Probably her boyfriend that she also shared that song with oh at the same time. Yeah. I didn't know it until we went to a dance. We went to a dance like all together. To dance with I was her with my she... boyfriend and she was with her boyfriend and that song came out and I was like, it's our song! And then she was making out with her boyfriend. <laughs> No, it was not our song! <laughs> but you know, uh, I mean, I was like a real, hey, let me run through some of the things I did for this friend. Remind me if this is what girlfriends do for girlfriends. Bought her one $200 pair of lavender jeans from Guess for her 16th birthday. Wow. <laughs> like that how sweet. Do. Yeah, it was a sweet 16. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, sometimes I would drive to her work where she was a lifeguard and I'd leave a Snickers on her windshield. Like how friends do. That thing's gonna melt, first of all. <laughs> Yeah, for It'll sure. real messy. Then you yeah. have to windshield wipe it off. No, I mean... And that's just going to be a huge mess. Rhea, you're debating me on whether or not it's a good plan to have left a Snickers on my straight best friend's <laughs> windshield without telling her I was in love with sure. her. There's other problems with the plan as well. <laughs> a couple problems. So just like, if I leave her enough candy bars, <laughs> I'll still be the one! <laughs> I was never going to be the one! Never going to be the one. Nah, you know what, though? And this is what's also weird, is, uh... Yeah, it just took me a really. I don't know. I don't actually know what's going on with her. Like, I don't think she's a gay person. I will say that the last time I talked to her, she was a virgin. Well, I don't know. Like in her late 20s. Late 20s. That's true. Do you know any As late... in, she's a 20 year old person near the end of her 20s. Yeah, she's like 27 or whatever, and she's like, I'm a virgin. What's she waiting on? Uh, I don't know. Probably me to fuck the shit out of her. <laughs> Butcher, sure,
3: guys.
1: Thanks again. <laughs> um, all right, hey, we got two comics left. Both of them are amazing. It is this next comic's first time on the show, and we love her. Uh, you know her from the Big Gay Sketch Show. I'm a huge fan of her work. Let's hear it right now for Julie Goldman, guys. Give it up for Julie. <laughs>
5: gave birth to those two tiny lesbians. I'm a huge monster, Les. I'm a huge monster. I'm an enormous, huge fucking dyke monster, and I gave birth to those tiny, tiny little lesbians. They're tiny, with little hair, little tiny bodies.
3: And I'm a monster!
5: (laughs) So we don't have a lot of time, so we just gotta get fucking into it. We gotta dyke right into it, because I don't have any time. (laughs) I know you've been diked out all night, but we're gonna go, we're really gonna go far now because this is a lot. <laughs> so here's what I'm going through, you guys. I know we're in Hollywood, we're all living our dreams.
3: <laughs>
5: Everyone's living that dream, we're in Hollywood. You say best. I'm in comment in Everybody's living that dream. Here we are. It's Hollywood, living your dreams. We're doing that living the dream. That's why I'm hammering my drama, I'm an actor, stress, an actress. <laughs> so here's what, here's the, here's what's happening though, okay? So yes, I'm here, We're all doing this douche fucking job or whatever. We don't have jobs, and nobody has anywhere to go, but that's fine. So it's fine. So I go to an audition. It's called an audition. It's on an audition. And I do it. I do the best thing I can do, okay? Because I get these breakdowns. They say things like this: androgynous, masculine. Where's cargo pants? Almost fat. But then one came in and it's had all these words, which I can do. I can do that. I can do it. But then it said straight. Fuck. How am I going to do that? Oh, it's fine. I can do it. I can fucking do it. I can go in and do it. So I go in and I fucking do it. I'm like, oh, hi, is this room for rent? Because I just broke up with my husband, Gary. <laughs> Okay, so, obviously, they laughed, right? And then my fucking agent, whatever, looks me in the eyeballs, looks me in the eyeballs and says, you know this is the last time this can happen, you need to soften your look. You need to soften your look. Can you imagine if somebody looked you in the fucking eyeballs and told you you need to soften your look, because your look is too miraculous to walk around in the world. It needs to be softened, because you're a fucking angel, you're a miracle angel that walks a room and nobody can handle your miraculousness of an angel. Because you're huge too much. You have to soften it, you have to soften it up. <laughs> I have to stop my goddamn motherfucking look because apparently I don't know what it is to be a woman even though the joke on me is that I'm actually, I'm a woman! (laughs) And fuck you, I can have a husband, Gary. Who can't get Gary? Anyone can get with Gary. And that's the truth. Any woman can get with a guy named fucking Gary. You don't think I can fuck Gary? I will fuck Gary till fucking tomorrow. I will fuck him, his asshole, his dick and his balls. I don't give a fuck. I will fuck Gary. Gary. Henry Murray, you don't think I can fuck any of those fucking guys? I can. Maybe I can't get with a higher echelon, like a Ryan or a Taylor, but that's fine. I don't care. I can get Gary, okay? So now I have to do research on what it is to be a fucking woman. I have to watch TV to see what women are wearing, what they're doing, what women are doing, what women do. What's a woman? What's a woman? So I have to do research on what it is to be a woman. I thought it was like having a vagina and boobs, but it's not, it's so much more. Oh my God, ladies, there's so many things we love to do as ladies. Woo, we love to do many things, ladies. We particularly love to go shopping, we love shopping. We love to go to Marshall's or TJ Maxx and say, I'm a TJ Maxxinista. And then we get our bags and we twirl around And I go to lunch, because I love lunch. A woman loves lunch. She loves making lunch, or bringing lunch, or doing lunch, or having her kids over for lunch, or her friends, or girlfriends, or her husband, making lunch, she's doing lunch, having lunch, doing lunch. And then after lunch, she loves to lose weight. She loves losing weight. She has weight watches, nutrition system, alcohol system, doobie system, poop system, whatever system you want to go to. She'll drink two shakes and have a sensible dinner, or throw up, and do coke. She doesn't give a fuck, she loves to fucking lose weight. She wants to lose weight, because that's all she's good for, is losing weight, making lunch, and going shopping. And then, oh. She loves getting proposed to.
3: <laughs>
5: there is nothing a woman loves more in the whole world than getting married Oh my gosh, she loves getting a ring from a man. Her whole life is built on this one moment where she can't get my man's man And she doesn't care where it is, but anywhere it is, she wants it to be a surprise. But she likes it to be at a baseball game, a big baseball game, and the monitors, and she's just sitting there watching the game because she loves the game because she wants to make her man happy. <laughs> no, I'm just like that kind of girl. I love football and sports, and just like he fucks me up the ass. I just love it, I just love it. I love everything he does. I love everything he does. And then the monitor comes up and he's
3: dead, and surprise he surprised her with a. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but more than anywhere, Shane's getting proposed is at the park. At the park, it's so romantic. Because no one's watching,
3: but everyone's watching. <laughs>
5: but the thing I realized, I know, and now it's already, I'd already have to go, but this is what I wanna say, that I realized more than anything else that a woman likes to do. A woman likes to sensual eat alone. She loves erotic eating. She loves, she loves to just be alone in lingerie, just like white lingerie or black lingerie or purple lingerie, just whatever, just lingerie, at home alone or in a movie theater alone, just alone. And I know this from watching Carl's Jr. commercials. This is how I know it. Cause she loves to eat alone, just in her lingerie. I'm just like at home in my lingerie alone. I wish I had something to eat. huge here that I could eat. It was just something that couldn't even fit in my mouth for one second. Where is, here it is. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Here's a burger, it's a huge burger. It's an enormous burger that I can't fit in my mouth while I'm wearing this laundry. Maybe I should lie on my stomach. I'm gonna lie on my stomach when my boobs fall out. And I'm gonna lie on my stomach, boobs are gonna be out. And I'm gonna eat this burger. Chomp, chomp, uh, oh, it can't even fit in my mouth. It's so big. It's a huge dick. It's an enormous dick burger. It's a fucking huge dick burger. Oh no, there's so much barbecue jizz going down my arm. It's huge barbecue jizz going down my arm because it's a fucking huge dick burger, you dumb fucking bitch. Thank you, good night.
1: Julie, hey, that was just a fucking great set. Thank you, and i fun. I, I was like losing my mind about it on stage afterwards and everybody <laughs> agreed. Well, that was super fun. it's a real, um, hey, we, we look, we're we human beings that look the way that we look and are interacting <laughs> with the world in yes. these bods with these hairs. 100%. And, uh... 100%. I mean, I do usually, it's, like, different a little bit when you're hosting, because I think you're trying to make people a little bit more comfy. Mm-hmm. But I do think that just, like, being real strong about it, it's hard to be... Anything less for me Than just Agreed. like Coming out And I don't mean But I mean like Walking out on stage And blowing I think when you People's minds I think When you look A certain way. I mean yeah They're You know
5: Soft butchy And yeah. I'm big Kind of a, I'm I mean, not he, I'm not. i morbidly obese. I feel monster. like for people
1: that are listening to the podcast, you're like super trim, and well, it, but you've got muscles. and like a well, just like, like, this, like a bit for a woman. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a, a large
5: yeah. lady. Yeah, you got some shoulders, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's nothing else you can do. And I have a boyish haircut, oh, oh, man, then yeah, face. So I know the I know I know the second I walk into a stage, is, is the same as no when I walk in a room. Yeah, what people are thinking. And I'm tired of, like, pretending this. We're not thinking it. I don't want to pretend, like, I'm not thinking
1: it. Oh, you have to. You have to address it. You have to. And I feel like sometimes I I see comics that, like, if they have, like, a, like, maybe they have a weight issue or something and they feel like Mm -hmm. they have to address it. That, I think, like, you can address that or you can't. But I feel like one thing that's true about if you're a gay performer that looks gay is, like, if you don't say, yes, I am. Yeah, they're gonna. They're like just sitting there, like. So she knows she's gay, right? <laughs> you know, it's true.
5: No, I for sure, no, yeah. It's one hundred percent true, I and mean, you just—it's like even being—it's like every level, being gay, being a woman. Yes. You have to fight each of those things yeah. the second you get on stage. Yeah, it's true. So I want to fight. I want to just—you can deal. You deal with me. I'm yeah. not dealing with you. Awesome. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, no, you I
1: don't think like you—that's
5: new dragon. At this point, the it name is so fucking long. I don't get that.
1: I feel like I have to get back to work. You know what I mean? Like, I am very good at this. But, like, that, that was, that was very good at this. <laughs> oh, I can't tell you how often as a comic you just hate yourself. You know, and it's, like, for a variety of reasons. Just, like, why did I choose this with my life? It's very lonely. Why am I in a hotel eating a cheese stick? For all of my meals! Um... Or then, like, why, why can't I have any friends? Because it's like my shows are always at night. That's when human beings hang out with each other. It turns out, just come to my show. We'll talk to each other. No, we won't. Of course not. I'm talking at you. That's not a social event at all. Um, there's a lot of different things. But one of the things, like, one of, I think, the best things that really makes you hate yourself as a comic is just watching, like, another comic and just being like, why didn't I start when I was born? <laughs> like, yeah... I started doing improv in college when I was 19 and then I transitioned into being a professional improviser and did that for a while until I felt like I wasn't really represented as a woman in the improv community and then I decided to try stand-up and really got connected to it a couple of years in and then like now it's pretty much my whole life and my identity and I'm trying to do other stuff but like Jesus Christ, 19 was not early enough. Because <laughs> I don't know when Julie started. But I gotta get the fuck back to work. <laughs> I hate myself so much right
3: now.
1: <laughs> not in a bad way. This is good. This is how you keep doing this job. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like that's how you have to hate yourself like a lot. Like every day you have to be like, you're a fucking piece of shit now. Get out there and make them laugh. <laughs> that's literally the whole point of this job. Did you not know that? We hate ourselves. Not like in a bad way, like in a functional, no. motivated way. Like I'm sure there's something that you do because you hate yourself, and this is, uh, you know, just one of the best ways to really express that to people. You just get on stage and you're like, have you ever noticed these other things about the world that are stupid? Not me, I'm perfect. Um, wow. Just, I can't get over it. That was like, that was just really good. One more round of applause for John. That was just very good. She's just very good at her job. I'm so proud she was on the show. Hey, uh, this next comic. Now, he is a, a very close friend of mine. And Ria, as we do a podcast together, it's called Wham, Bam, Pow. It's all about action and sci-fi movies. So if you're listening to this at home and you're like, oh, I love Cameron's uh, general vibe, but I'd like to hear her talk a little bit more about The Fifth Element. Well, that's your podcast. <laughs> Pop on over there. I love that movie. Yeah, for sure. Lilu. Yep. Uh-huh. Multipass. You better believe it. Uh, and that this next comic, he's uh, not only does that show, he's an old friend of mine from Chicago. So we're we're quite good buds, and you're gonna be super swell to him. I know it. Let's hear it right now from Mr. Ricky Carmona, guys. Give it up for Ricky.
0: People was popping, you heard right. I'm your last wise white boy of the night. What's up, boo? Right, okay, shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Fuck dude, come on, what? I know shit. And then that motherfucker was like, woo woo woo! What? <laughs> shit, do this motherfucker. Ah! Shit. Son! Ugh! If I have one more conversation with my friends like that where we don't say a goddamn thing to each other, I'm gonna shoot myself in the fucking head. Hey bro, how you living? I'm straight, well true that, well for real though, well come on with it, get up on it. What the fuck are we talking about, man? I asked you what time it was, bro. Ah. I have a secret to tell you all, the last time I was on this stage uh, doing this show, it was, for, uh, it was for this show, but it was the day of my birthday, and I was shit-faced. <laughs> oh, that's a great way to do comedy. Just come up here drunk. Uh, it was so bad, so it feels good to be standing in front of you very uh, not drunk right now. I, uh, and it's okay, I feel good even saying, hey, I'm not drunk right now. Or, you know what, I'm not going to drink tonight. I hate it when you tell somebody that you're not drinking for the night and they can't fathom that statement, they can't <laughs> comprehend that at all. That's more confusing to them than the ending to Inception. <laughs> you know? You can tell, you tell your friends you don't believe in God and they'll be like, hey, I respect that. Tell them, uh, tell them you're not drinking, they're like, and you wanna have children? What's wrong with you? Come on. oh Man, I, uh, I'm Latino, hello. You can laugh at that Not too much uh, You know what's happening to me right now Is uh, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of new to LA So I like, have to like reintroduce myself to people And uh, people will assume By how I look uh, That I'm black, I get that You know I'm an afro I'm fucking wearing a Kenya jacket <laughs> Yeah, Ricky. Ah, oh, so like I'll have to like you know the the awkward moment that'll happen is uh, I'll be with a group of people and then something will happen and someone will be like, Yeah, Ricky, but you black. You know how that shit is, right? Ha ha. And then what I will do is I will take that dap. I'll be like, Oh yeah, boom. But you know what? Uh, I'm not black. And then it's just showtime for me at that point. Because I get to watch these people's faces, just the circuitry, the wires that start exploding in their brain, the veins that start popping out of nowhere. And they make it seem like I don't know, like I'm the one who's got it wrong.
3: You
0: know? They'll be like, Ricky, you know, what are you talking about. No, 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 no Ricky, you like, uh, you like R&B and uh, hip-hop, and uh, you have an afro. And I'd be like, oh, you mean I like all the cool things. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do enjoy those things. Uh, I, uh, how do we feel about True Detective? Isn't that crazy? I'm glad that, that's, I'm glad that we had to watch that show one week at a time. Like, once a week. Once a week. Because everything else, everything is binge-watching now. Everything, you fucking... Whenever somebody tells me they're going to start watching a show, I give them a hug. I'm like, all right, I'll see you in a couple weeks, bruh. If you're going to start watching a show, you fucking prepare yourself for it. You build a little fort. Start putting out rations for the next couple of days. Everything needs to be, like, in arm's length distance. I always prepare that person, hey, you know, it, it doesn't matter the show. Hey, season three, it's going to get a little rough, but don't worry. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. I'm wearing a, wearing a Kenya jacket and a Batman shirt, which I enjoy this shirt. Uh, he's not here tonight. Don't worry. He's, he's not. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to clap for him. But I like to wear, I like to wear, like, silly, funky shirts, you know? I have this one shirt that's got uh, Old Dirty Bastard on it from the Wu-Tang Clan. And it says, uh, you can clap for him. He is here. He's backstage. He's going to close out the show. He's going to close out the show. Shit's going to be hot, dude. Shit's going to be hot. And, uh, and I was wearing this shirt once. Uh, I'll tell you what the shirt looks like. It's a black T-shirt, and it's got four Andy Warhol-style paintings of ODB. Boom, 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 boom. It's fucking sick. And this dude comes over to me, and he's like, hey, man, I like that shirt. I was like, oh, thanks, dude. He's like, yeah, I love the Wu-Tang Clan. My favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan is the Jiza yes yeah ladies and gentlemen there is no Jiza in the Wu-Tang Clan it's the Jiza that would be like if I said oh shit dude well I love the Beatles huh which one's my favorite? Joan bam <laughs> and Phil and Rondo and Jarobi those are my boys <laughs> Shit, my favorite Beatles song is I Am The Wallet. That's my shit. I bump it every day. Uh, I, love, I love the Wu-Tang Clan so much. Here, I love hip-hop. I fucking love this since day one. Here's why I love hip-hop. Hip-hop musicians can get away with what no other musicians can get away with, which is when they're sick of their name, boom, they just switch it to someone else. Yeah, I'm not this guy anymore, now I'm that guy. No other artist can do that. Willie Nelson isn't gonna have a press conference tomorrow where he's like, you know what? From now on, call me Smoke Weed I'm that guy. That's not gonna happen. But Wu-Tang Clan, old dirty bastard, perfect example. He was ODB, Big Baby Jesus, a Unique, Knifey McStab, Peanut Butter the Kidnapper, Rusty the Knife. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? We give Latino shit, cause one of them be called Jesus and they'll switch it to Chewy, Wu-Tang Clan has 12 members, 4,837 names between all of them. I just want the RZA to be standing outside of maternity wards like naming babies, like bong-bong. That's the little man right there. That's critical mathematics, bong-bong. That's your little girl right there. That's Queen Victoria Slingblade, bong-bong. This little Spanish dude right here, that's Carnal Asada, Bong-bong. This little smart dude right here—that's infinite intelligence. Boom, boom. Oh, I had one more. That little hipster motherfucker right there—that's bizarre love triangle of death kid. Boom. Uh, there was no way I was getting off stage without saying bizarre love triangle of death kid. Uh, all right, word. That's I'm Ricky. That's it. Thank you very much. You guys all have a good one.
1: thanks guys so much put your hands together
3: put your hands together 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 get ready to laugh with your hands together put your hands together get ready to clap your hands together put your hands together
0: Rachel Bloom You
5: all see my collection of men corpses and one woman
0: Felicia Day and Colton Dunn You've seen
5: (coughs) me have intercourse with a variety of species
0: It's a bummer Andy Daly You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again
2: Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice Thomas Middleditch
0: (laughs) Jesus, I mean (laughs) Jazos, ruler of the Eighth
4: Circle And that's just the beginning Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now